This podcast is vulgar. It may contain the occasional swear word and some terrible accents, and perhaps even the odd scene of a graphic nature. But if you're into that kind of thing, then please keep listening. Previously on the Mystery Murder Mystery. Stefan! What the hell happened to you, Steph? Harry Bore is alive. He's been living in a secluded bit of the hotel underneath room 212 for the last 30 years. So there hasn't been a murder. This is far, far bigger than a murder, my dear. This is about society changing face. We need your help to plan the takedown of Philip St. Hutchinson's band of nisopaths. You need to go see Adela at the Muck and Scum. Invite her for a special dinner with the management of the hotel tonight. Harry Bow will join us there. A special dinner? Well, that sounds divine. There'll be extra hay for you, that's for sure. Sorry, I didn't mean to say spur. Horses like licking books of salt, don't they? Sorry about that, Adela. I was only horsing around. I see what this is. You've come here to mock me? Well, thank you for your invitation, but no thank you. I tell you what I'd like to do. I'd like to bloody end this hotel. Send it sinking to the bottom of Sinclair Lake. Now, now, Harry. Exposing Philip for the monster that he is is enough. The nice revolution will fail, and then we'll run far away. Aha! Our conditional friend has returned. And with good news? Um, not so good. Billy's made loads of horse puns and now she's run off somewhere. That's the last straw. I'm going to bring this fucker down myself. What are we going to do? We can't let Miss Vida know that anything's up. What an honour it is to welcome you all here this evening to the Hotel La Vida. Just at that moment, there is commotion in one corner of the room. What's going on? Mrs. Roxbury <laughs> lies unconscious. My wife here just said that she saw the ghost of Harry Bow Jenkins. Well, that's not very nice, is it? Doing murdering, it's not about to stop. Crazy murder crimes make my mind go pop. Who's done the murdering? We haven't got a clue. Everyone's a suspect. Could it be you? Could it be you? The mystery murder mystery. Mystery murder mystery. Well, I suppose we start with our most recent revelation. Which is what? Which is that we've stumbled onto the fact pretty late that a much better uh, name for the nice revolution would have been nicest. Oh, mm, yeah. That would have been... Well, really what were you thinking, Fee? I mean, what, why did you even nicest? call it the nice revolution? I don't think I did call I think, it the I nice think you revolution. Was that me? the iceberg theory and you called it the nice revolution. Ah, uh, yeah. Revolution. So, so then it falls on me that I should have been ISIS. No, nice. 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 It yeah. certainly shouldn't have been. Yeah, the nicest. proponents, because as it is, well, I called them nicer paths last time. Uh, oh, that's quite mm. good. Quite yeah. good. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> so we, we've woven in, we've woven in nice into every, pretty much every episode. For this. I called mine, I called mine, um, no more Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah. You called yours Nice Berg Theory. Nice Berg Theory. Last episode. No, no, no nice. Tip of the nice. Oh yeah, that's right. Nice. And then the last, the last one was called uh, the Titan Ice, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 
Was your first one called No More Mr. No, no, yeah, my my no, my second one was called No More no, Mr. The first one was called something really bland. A hotel in room two one two, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. do you want to know what this one's called? Yeah. Of Nice and Men. Ah, uh, very good. And I should say very I am good. quite proud of it. <laughs> what, the episode or the name? Yeah. Um, the, the name, let's say the name. We'll see how we feel at the Mainly end. Mainly the name? This is one of those, I've sort of just done this, started at about midday. Haven't read back over it. Okay. I've, we should be fine. It's I'm quite sure action be. heavy. Okay. We like action. That is very action heavy. Okay. And I've taken it upon myself to really make some bold... Jesus. Well, we need. I think we needed it. Maybe. Maybe we did. Maybe we did. Um, who's gonna play who? You tell well, me. It, yeah, <laughs> it's up to you. There's one of those ones where sort of everyone's now that we we've grown at quite a why well, say quite a rate one. We've grown up episode, quite a uh, yeah. quite a rate. We've got a lot of characters. <laughs> That's true. I think. Why don't we just start with you be Billy Felix? Okay. Charlie, you be Kim. Oh. Yeah, everyone likes I'm, playing I'm, Kim. What I'm irresistible. You know what? No, you just look to me quite. You look to me quite lovingly. Is it? Am I irresistible when I play Kim? No, you're irresistible, irresistible when you play Billy. Billy. Ah, so you're disgusting is. when you play Kim. Felix, you Kim. Everyone happy? Yeah. Uh, I think Felix, Stefan. Oh my goodness. Charlie Adela. No. Okay. Felix Adela. Okay. Right. Charlie Clucas. Okay. You're very okay. good. You're very good. Exactly. Okay, so who, who, wait, and who's playing? together. Who's playing? Uh, sometimes Stefan. So it's not Felix. Felix. And who's playing uh, on the first page? There's there's Gertie and Claire. I'll play Gertie. Okay. I forgot what Gertie's accent's like. Me too. You play Claire. You're good at that. Right, you are. Well, actually, have you haven't had a go at Claire yet, Felix? Uh, What's his South, Afri- South African? South African like? accent. Yeah. I mean, she's it's not. Right. She doesn't star too heavily. Um. Maybe I did play her. Should though. we just, for the rest... Oh, wait, hang on. Harry and Garth. Ah. Who, 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 who do you want out of them? Well, I, I don't mind. Felix always plays the German. So far, I've played the German. You play Garth. I think. That would be nice. All right. And I play Harry. You play Harry. Right. The, the Irish. And there are a lot of characters. Funny, funny, a lot. Wait, who's Philip? What do you mean, who's I Philip? I know who Philip <laughs> is. It's like, who's playing Philip? <laughs> Because um, there are a lot of characters in I'll this play first Philip. I'll play Philip. So you're Philip and Gertie. I'm Philip and Gertie. That's going to be confusing, isn't it? Uh, mm, I don't think it will be. All right. Okay. Cool. Okay. Happy. Happy. Of nice and men. Scene one. Mystery, murder, mystery. We carry on exactly where we left off. Classic. <laughs> Worried murmurs fill the room as the crowd of nice guests mm-hmm. rush to Mrs. Roxbury's aid. She lies on the floor, pale and dazed, her enormous donkey penis lolling out from beneath her dress. Gertie Roxbury hurriedly tidies it away. <laughs> Claire speaks up, trying to calm the situation. She laughs nervously. So am I Claire then? Yeah. Yes. We said that as if we decided it. Was we did. We did. <laughs> we did. What we just done. <laughs> okay. Now, now, everyone. I'm sure Mrs. Roxbury has just had a touch too little champagne. As we all know, Harry Bar Jenkins was a handsome young man. I'm sure she just caught sight of a handsome young Cockney Billy here and got confused. Isn't that right, Mrs. Roxbury? Mrs. Roxbury goes to speak, but Gertie Roxbury talks over her. She says she knows what she saw. The unmistakable contours of Harry Bow Jenkins. That, that sounds Kim? like Kim, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. What was Gertie? You can make it, I don't know. Yeah, Gertie, <laughs> Gertie and uh, Philip were pretty similar. Yeah, yeah. Both, both posh old men, but now you've got the problem because why are you making Brumai? Gertie, <laughs> Gertie Roxbury. She says no, she no. knows what she saw. 
He was, was just sort of, like, was a bit Stefan. He was just sort of posh and. Why don't you give him? Why don't you make Gertie uh, a kind of a kind of colonial American accent? <laughs> Green <laughs> Roxbury here. Okay. <laughs> 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 I'd, like to, I'd like to join the team I, I can't believe we're making this decision now we about six <laughs> no, episodes in but it's difficult she says she knows what she saw the unmistakable contours of ha- contours oh, another contours. fucking I can't do contours. contours of Harry Bo Jenkins' face clear as the day is closing Garner is striking looks she says the beast time has fed upon his beauty he is a field after harvest reaped of his fruits anguish his only feature now very poetic for someone who never speaks. And what's more, she adds that he was not flesh alone, since from his hand did protrude an extension of steel, what the ancient tribes doth call a machete. Yeah, we call it that here too, Mr. Roxbury. And decorating his Miss- man... Mrs. Mrs. Well, <laughs> Gertie's definitely a male. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what? so what's happening here is Mr. Roxbury is sort of transcribing from... Yeah. Gert- I mean, I, we have the problem is that Mrs. Roxbury exists, but no one wants to waste their one character on <laughs> So he is... I'm so, I'm, he's sort of reading you, her... You got a mistake, right. didn't you? You did a mistake. Is that a typo? No, that's not a typo. Well, you know Gertie's a man. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So Gertie... So is, why did Billy go, yes, we call it there to Mrs. Yeah, Roxbury? I've just said. <laughs> did you hear the words Mr. Roxbury said? Oh, she said... transcribing uh, okay, it okay, for okay, yeah, So have you got that? Yeah. So all that he's yeah. just said okay. is from Mrs. Roxbury, okay, fine. which I thought was a funny joke okay. because she never speaks and she's very verbose. Very good. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> that is very funny, actually. Well done. Good to, good to know. Yeah, cool. And what's more, she adds that he was not flesh alone, since from his hand it protrude an extension of steel, what the ancient tribes doth call a machete. Yeah, we call it that here too, Mrs. Mrs. Roxbury. And decorating his manly exterior, a cloth of deepest purple, what the Germans call a booby-butt duo. <laughs> and what we call a negligee. Meanwhile, Philip St. Hutchinson remains standing in place, his hands which grip the podium lightly shake. Mr. St. Hutchinson, are you OK? Perhaps you'd better reassure your followers, tell them that everything is okay. The crowd looks to Philip St. Hutchinson. He leans towards the microphone, smiling, eyes wide, and says calmly, Search the hotel. What? You cannot possibly think that... Every room, every corner! The nice guests all start frantically dispersing, intent on finding Harry Bo Jenkins. Philip, you cannot be serious! And why not, Miss Vida? I'm just trying to be nice... After all, Mr. Bo Jenkins has been gone a long time. If what Mrs. Roxbury says is true and he is returned, then surely the nicest thing to do is give him a warm welcome. Betty looks worried. Mr. St. Hutchinson, please, this is not your hotel. You cannot simply... The spa, the games room, the egg preparation room, all of it, leave no stone unturned. Find Harry Bo Jenkins. Kim quickly ushers Billy, Stefan and Klukas into the kitchen. What the hell are we going to do now? Did someone else hear Claire Vida say she thinks I'm handsome? So weird. (laughs) Uh, But like, I don't know, maybe she meant it. Now is not the time, Billy. Harry said he was going to sink the hotel. If he does that, we'll all drown. We're moored in a harbour, Stefan. I'm sure we'll manage. Yeah, I wouldn't be so sure about that, Kim. What do you mean? Look at the porthole. Out the porthole? Look out the (laughs) porthole. You'd make a fine sailor. (laughs) Look out your porthole. (laughs) <laughs> the four rush to the porthole. 
Dios mea. That's not Spanish. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I mean, you, you've, you've, that's Latin, probably. No. You've done like Felix Colpamea. Yeah. It's Deus what? mea. It's I'm Dios trying to mio. say, oh my, oh my God. Dios yeah, mio. Dios mio. But nearly good effort. You could have Googled it. It would take you two minutes. To be fair, to be fair, he is maybe he's not speaking, Spanish he, yeah, speaking either. He's actually, yeah. maybe he's, uh, that's Ugyan. 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 Oh my God, yeah. Actually, yeah, where, is, where, where am I thinking? Yeah. Dios mea. <laughs> Yeah, stand that doesn't actually even know my god in Urgian. It means ah the porthole. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dios mea, we are moving. Who has done this? Who else but those two psychos, Harry and Garth Vida? They must have cut the moorings. We're screwed. Sometimes I can't swim. Why would Garth Vida do that to his own hotel? It's not his anymore, it's Claire's. Plus Harry's clearly gone mad. Garth can't keep him at bay forever. Can't keep him in the bay more like because he's a harbour. <laughs> but seriously, what are we going to do? If they find Harry, they'll absolutely bloody murder him. That's Cotney Rhymy slang for kill him. Billy, they're followers of Niceberg theory. Murder is not in their vocabulary. It is if it's the nicest thing to do. Nice philosophy, Clucas. You know, you've really come on leaps and bounds from when you were a stereotypical Spanish waiter who couldn't speak much English. Yes. The writers must have taken pity on my narrative arc. But I fear Harry Bo Jenkins might not be so lucky. If they kill him, we'll go down as the worst concierges in the history of Sinclair. Nay, the world. Oh, God. And if that happens, there's no way I'll become the best actress portraying bellboys that the world has ever seen. The only part I'll be able to play is a bellboy who let a war happen in the hotel he was supposed to protect. I'll never get over your rhythm of reading sentences. You just let the punctuation guide you. Fuck you. You told me to, as if the idea was coming to me. He's a maverick. Let him do his thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Listen. I do. Like, it's fast from He's an innovator. I just don't know how, how it comes to It's you. an idea coming to me at the same time I'm first reading it. It's not that easy. <laughs> All right, stage directors tell me as if the idea comes to him. I'm trying to. Oh, Why does it say that? It's what I interpret. Okay. All right. Oh, God. And if that happens to me, there's no way I'll become the best actor for portraying bellboys that the world has ever seen. The only part I'll be able to play is a bellboy who let a war happen in a hotel he was supposed to protect. Actually, that does sound quite good. We need to split up. If Harry Bo is still on board, then we need to find him before they do. Klukas, sometimes Stefan, you search the lower decks and give them a good scrub while you're at it. Billy and I will search the top deck, the rigging and the other boat terms. And what do we do if we find him? Who are we supposed to root for? The sinister iceberg creeps or the clearly insane not-so-nice lunatics? Who are the good guys? Kim looks at him slowly, then says coolly. Isn't it obvious? She takes out a cigarette and holds it aloft before popping it into her mouth and chewing it. <laughs> she chews for 30 seconds or so before swallowing it. We are. End of scene one. Nice. Nice. Yep, setting it, setting it up nicely. All happy. I like yep. Kim's, uh, Kim's tone. Yeah. At the end of that. She's a bit cool, bit of a cool girl. She's turned very cool. Just eating cigarettes. <laughs> 20, 20 a day. <laughs> when is eating cigarettes yeah. cool? Uh... Well, it's, I thought Kim actually isn't cool, so it's I thought it would be funnier if it's like, <laughs> to like, have that character who like, sets up a question and then like, says, oh, yeah, no, that's it, but she gets it wrong. She's badass. She's badass. She eats it. So we're the good guys, basically. Well, those characters are. Yeah, but I like, I like that you associate with yeah, them. Yeah, but we're good guys as oh, well. Oh, yeah, no, we're good. You're, You're a good yeah, guy. I'm yeah, a good we're guy. good guys. I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy. Cool. 
I kind of want to move on, actually. I <laughs> <laughs> kind of want to get home, actually. <laughs> See, scene two? Scene yeah, two. sure. Mystery murder mystery. So I am going to play Harry Bow. No, I'm Garth. You're, uh, no, you're Harry Bow. Okay. And he's Garth and again. He's Garth. Okay, he's, right. he's so good at it. Thanks. Okay, let's go. Harry Bow Jenkins and Garth Vida breathlessly hurry into the hotel spa, then into the sauna, and shut the door behind them. Can you please explain to me again why this is the best hiding place Hotel Vida has to offer? Stop asking questions. Help me barricade the door. The two men shove the wooden bucket of water, ladle, and literally nothing else against the door <laughs> in the hope of blocking it. Right, that ought to do the trick. They won't get past the immovable wooden bucket, will they, Garth, you moron? <laughs> Just trust me. I know this hotel like I know the Smith's lyrics. That woman with the donkey dick saw us clear as day. They'll be on to us. They'll know we cut the moorings. And when they come looking for us, this is the last place they'll think of. Oh, yeah? Why? Because who the hell would hide in a sauna? That is literally the most stupid hiding potentially dangerous... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's what? First typo of the day. Uh... Lose the first hiding. So that is literally the most stupid potentially then. Okay. Because who the hell would hide in a sauna? That is literally the most stupid, potentially dangerous hiding place conceivable. And how long do we have to hide here? Just a few days. A few days! Harry slams his machete into the wooden wall of the sauna in anger. It sticks there, wobbling. And just why the feckin' bloody Irish hell do we climb back aboard the hotel in the first place? We could have left them to drift off into nothingness. I could have gone straight to the muck and scum and reclaimed my beautiful Adela. Shh! They'll hear you. Garth begins to take off his clothes. And now what are you doing that for? It's a sauna, Harry. (laughs) I don't want my threads getting all sweaty. You'd be advised to do the same. We could be here a while. Garth peers out of the little window, then goes and sits down right next to Harry. I don't believe this. I'm getting out of here. He goes to get up. No, you mustn't. Why not? We must lie low. Here. You're stressed. Garth places his hands on Harry's shoulders. You're so stressed. No shite, I'm stressed. We were supposed to sink this bastard ship and be done with St. Hutchinson after all. Garth begins to rub Harry's shoulders. So much tension in here. Breathe, Harry. Can you do that? Can you do that for me? Harry reluctantly breathes out like an angry child. Doesn't sound very childish. We'll leave that. There we go. That's better, isn't it? We cannot rush into this, Harry. Do you remember the pier? <sighs> yes. We'll go there one day, won't we? Yes. We'll drink cheap beer. And ride on the roller coaster till we throw up. And, and then, then we'll ride, we'll ride horses, horses on, on the, the beach, beach right in the, the surf. surf. You know, who needs anyone out there? Who needs St. Hutchinson? Who needs sometimes Stefan? Who needs Adela? Wait, what? Harry breaks out a gas grip. I said who needs Adela? We have everything we need right here. Just you and me. What are you talking about? Adela is the whole reason we came up from the Midland in the first place. She's my life. My love. I love her, Gart. I thought you of all people would understand that. I understand what love is, Harry. More than you know. What is going on here, Garth? Nothing. Nothing, Harry. Do you? A tear rolls down Garth's cheek. I thought you... What? What? Felt the same? Are you mad? I... You... 
You tricked me. No, I... All those years you told me... You told me to stay in the Midland. Telling me to bide my time. You, you were tricking me. You were fattening me up. It's not like that. I wasted my life down there. What did you think would happen, Gart? That I that, that I just forget about Adela and decide to dedicate everything to you? I don't know what I thought, Harry. I just... Ever since I met you, Harry Bow Jenkins. Beautiful Harry. I would have done anything. Anything to see you. To talk to you. Your eyes could light up the darkest room in the darkest hour. When I started visiting you in the Midland, I soon knew I didn't want to spend my life doing anything else. I faked my death for you, Harry. I gave up everything, my own family, my hotel, my money, all of it, for you. So what about all that anti-nice theory bullshit? Do you even believe in cause? Of course I do, Harry, but only because you do. You were so passionate, so stirring... I would have done anything you said. I would have jumped off a cliff for you and knew you'd be there to catch me at the bottom. You selfish, selfish bastard. You set me up. You've ruined everything. You've, you've cut us adrift on the ocean. For what? This is a hotel. There's no sailing crew on board, you know. You know we're going to die. Tears cascade down Garth's face. To die by your side would be a heavenly way to die. Harry grips the machete handle and wrenches it out of the wall. Well, that's convenient. We could be happy, Harry. There can be a future for us. Harry takes a long, hard look at Garth, who cannot stem his tears. Harry puts down the machete and approaches. I'm sorry, Harry. I'm so sorry. I never wanted to hurt you. Harry holds up a hand to Garth's face and wipes his tears away. Shh. I love you, Harry. I know. I know you do, Gart. We'll go to the pier, won't we? Won't we, Harry? Yes. We'll go to the pier. We'll drink cheap beer, Garth. And ride the roller coaster. And ride the roller coaster. Till we're sick? That's right. Till we're sick. And, and then, then we'll, we'll ride, ride horses, horses on, on the, the beach. beach. Right in the surf. Right. In the surf. As Garth stands there crying, Harry approaches the sauna door and opens it. He leaves the sauna, leaving Garth in there. He then stands outside the door, looking in at Garth. Garth speaks to him, still naked, his voice muffled by the door in the way. We'll have our own place, won't we, Harry? Harry slowly turns the temperature dial of the sauna. Yes, Garth. We'll have our own place. A couple of acres. Some cows. And some pigs. And some rabbits. We'll have rabbits. Oh, of course, Gart. And I'll get to tend the rabbits, won't I, Harry? Harry slides his machete through the door handle, jamming it locked. A single tear slides down his cheek. <laughs> yes, Garth. You'll get to tend the rabbits. Harry takes one last look at Garth, wipes away his tear and then walks away. End of scene two. Wow, I feel and very close it. to you. Yeah, I, I do, I do, it. I do. You nailed yeah. it. That Thank was lovely. You. Thank you very much. Really nice. Oh man, that was quite a. So he, we, uh, uh, that's our I'm first really murder of the series. <laughs> yeah, a proper murder. Yeah. Wait, there's been one murder, isn't well, there? Well, I mean, he's not. I mean, in theory, someone could save him. A, a, a sauna death, a slow one. Yeah, yeah. true. <laughs>
Quite <laughs> Roger Moore, James Bond. <laughs> yeah. but, but what a fool. What a fool for falling for that. For Harry. Yeah. Oh, he fell for Harry, then he fell for the... Yeah, Harry. And Harry sort of fell for him, his tricks. Yeah. yeah. Just keeping him down in the middle. But so I imagine it's just the, the anger that Harry's spent all those mm. years down there, even though... And it was all just trickery, jiggery pokery. But clearly feels still so attached to Garth that he had to let him go gently. In which, and therein we find our Of Nice and Men title. Ah. Yes, very good. Very good. I must say I'm feeling really um, struck by this. Mm. I felt sure. like it was a, almost an irresponsibly... The drastic, action. drastic change of direction. Well, you know what? I'm not going to say he was my favourite character, <laughs> or that, that it wasn't was not Garth. Garth. I don't was... say that was the only reason I come here I, every yeah. week. I, you, I think you've grown attached to him because you play him every week. Mm. That's true. But he is also a great character. And what a way to say goodbye to him. Yeah, um, but say goodbye we must. Well, let's for see, now, as at I least. said. Let's go on. All he needs now, is someone to take the, open the door. So, yeah. who's playing Timmy in this scene? You're. Let's get you to play Timmy. Me? Yeah. Okay. Well, Timmy had a gruff voice, didn't he? Yeah, he's gruff. Child. <laughs> scene three. Mystery, murder, mystery. Billy and Kim are frantically searching the upper decks. The wind whistles. Is anybody actually steering this thing? Who knows? can't be that hard, right? I don't know, Kim. All I know is this wind is chillier than the country itself. Right. No sign of Harry Bow Jenkins. You go and check the bow. Bow. <laughs> right. No sign of Harry Bow Jenkins. You go and check the bow. I'll try these cabins here. You got it, sister. Billy turns to leave. Oh, and Billy? Yeah? Be careful. You too, Kim. Kim leaves the top deck and re-enters the ship's interior. She makes her way down a corridor, knocking on each door and peering in to see what she can find. Suddenly, she spots a familiar face walking down the corridor towards her. Little Timmy Kittenknees looks relieved to have found her. Kim! Kim, come quickly! I think I've found him! Harry Bow Jenkins! What? Where? Follow me! Kimmy chases Timmy down the corridor <laughs> and into the lift, where Timmy hits the button for the basement level. Nice work, Timmy! Thanks for coming to find me. No problem, Kim. I wanted to find you first. Who knows what the Niceberg people will do if they find him? The lift reaches the basement and Kim follows Timmy out and down another corridor towards a heavy metal door. A sign reads, Danger, do not enter. I've never been to this part of the hotel before. Timmy enters a code into the door and it swings open. Wait, how do you know the code? Uh, um, uh, lucky, I guess. <laughs> but you don't even work in the hotel. She begins to back away, but Timmy blocks her way. I'd go in if I were you. Kim takes a step to go in but then veers back in the other direction, past Timmy and back towards the lift. Oh, for fuck's sake! Timmy gives a loud whistle. And before she knows it, Kim can hear the horrid roars of something chasing her. She reaches the lift and hits the button over and over, but before the doors close, a terrifying beast, half-woman, half-disgusting predator, tears into view, drooling at the mouth and roars with the sound of ten men getting stabbed. Kim trembles with fear desperately pressing the lift button but the beast is quicker she screams as it grabs her but instead of killing her it picks her up in its teeth and drags her back along the corridor and through the big metal door from inside the beast's mouth kim can make out row upon row of metal cages housing all sorts of horrid creations a man crossed with an eagle prodding a piece of meat with its beak 
A child mixed with a worm burrowing into a bowl of muddy drool. A rabbit mixed with another rabbit. That one's just normal. (laughs) The beast drops Kim from its mouth onto the ground, next to a chair in which sits a man. Still shaking with fear, Kim gathers her senses and looks up at the chair. Gertie Roxbury sits in a full suit and tie. Ah, Kim, my favourite concierge. It is indeed very nice to see you. Kim slowly looks up at him. The beast that grabbed Kim pads over to where Gertie is sitting. He affectionately ruffles its fur before tossing up a big raw steak, which the beast tears out of the air with its huge teeth and devours instantly. It sits there panting. Gertie pats the beast on the head, then turns back to Kim. I see you've met Rebecca. Kim's jaw drops in fright. Rebecca? Lovely girl. A little on the violent side these days, but I would be lying if I said that doesn't come in useful... And lying is one of the least nice things you can do. Nice? She looks around the room, full of cages housing gothic experiments. What does nice even mean to you people? Nice is a particularly helpful word. Like all codes, religions, philosophies, Niceberg theory is ambiguous. Nice covers all manner of sin. Like murder. Murdering Philip's wife, Rebecca. Turning her into this thing. (laughs) My dear girl, murder is very not nice. What we do is kind. Rebecca was lost. She was lonely. Philip certainly didn't care for her anymore. This was the nicest thing to do. For you or for her? For both. So did you ask for your own wife to have a ginormous donkey dick? Hmm? Your wife? Mrs. Roxbury, did you specially request for her to have a donkey dick? I I don't know what you're talking about. Everyone saw that she had this mega donkey dick. Just drop it, okay? This isn't about my wife, okay? This is about Rebecca. Hang on. Just quickly. If Rebecca is still alive, that means no one's been murdered. This is supposed to be a fucking murder mystery. It's episode six, and there genuinely hasn't been a murder. Gertie nods towards little Timmy Kittenies. Rebecca? In a flash, Rebecca sped towards Timmy, and with a blood-curdling roar, devours him, tearing the upper half of his body off his waist. He didn't have time to scream. Blood shoots everywhere, covering Gertie, who laughs. There you go, my dear. Need a hand solving it? My money's on Rebecca, in the basement, with the powerful weapons we nicely bestowed upon her. Want to do it again? You could solve that one too, would that make you feel good? Kim cannot speak for the horror she's just witnessed. Yeah, I thought not. You and your fucking genre. You won't get away with this. Right, okay, got any more cliches you want to throw out? No? Kim spits at him. Gertie wipes it away from his face as he laughs. That's right, get it all out of your system. You're defiant, I can see that. Well, if you like to spit so much, how about a camel? What are you talking about? Or a llama. They're spitters, aren't they? Gertie whistles, and a llama pads into the room, led by a half-old man, half-goat. Yeah, I think that ought to do nicely. Prepare the machine. The half-man, half-goat starts preparing a machine. The llama starts bleating. (laughs) I've only got a centaur working. (laughs) (laughs) You know... Wait, no, is it... No, centaur... Is centaur half... a fawn, is the goat. Oh, a fawn, yeah, exactly, a fawn. Depends which way around. No, because centaur's what Adela is, isn't it? Yeah. And so this is a half-man, half-goat, so it's a a fawn. Mr. Tumnus. Yeah, exactly. You know, you and I could have gone along nicely, Kim, but you had to poke your nose in too far, didn't you? I needn't have to tell you that a good concierge knows when to leave their guests alone. Especially if they want to be the best concierge the world has ever seen. Well, good luck with that pipe dream when half of you is a llama. Gertie's phone starts ringing. He answers it. Philip? You saw him? Where? Leaving the spa? It looks like he's heading to the top deck. I'll meet you there. He turns to Kim. Well, looks like even pretty boy Harry Bo Jenkins won't be able to help you now. 
The coward, thinking he can hide from the Niceberg for all these years, plotting some sort of revolution. How did you find out? I'm sorry to say Harry was let down by one of his own. Someone who thought she was being so clever. Isn't that right, Betty? He looks up towards one of the cages in which Betty lies, seeming unconsciously. Betty! I don't think she can hear you, Poppet. After all, she just had rather a large dose of body-changing fluid. I give it her a day or so before she transforms. Guess what animal I've decided she's going to be. No? No idea? A little kitty cat. Want to know why? Because that pussy was nicer than I am. He gets up. Keep an eye on her, Rebecca. I'll be back for her later. <gasps> he leaves. End of scene three. He is fucking vile. <laughs> <laughs> he was so nice he, he was, He's the most disgusting villain ever. <laughs> just, there's not even any cloak of nice feature. There's no... It's what happens when it's you're in just, a rush. As psychotic, I mean, this reveals a bit about <laughs> yeah. what goes on in deep down in your mind. No, also, mm. just, oh, yeah. also the iceberg theory. At least now we know that we, we've got what our first signs of them actually being absolute terrorists. Signs, yeah. yeah. signs, <laughs> little inkling. I've got an inkling, daddy. Maybe proof. Yeah, they've taken a couple of steps in the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah, crikey. Um, so it was. So di- you, you enjoyed me in the main party round episode, yeah. <laughs> 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 I really wasn't. I can't do the voice. Oh, fucking hell. I mean, you weren't in that at all, I know, I was in a passenger. I had a few words. You just got killed. In my mind, it was very much a two-way between Kim and Gertie. Really, back, it's sort of 80% Gertie, isn't it? Yeah, at least. Yeah, it's slowly drafting me out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, your rhythm's not on today, Charlie. Can you take a back seat? I'll play Gertie, I think. Yeah, we're done. Are you you ready for Gertie? It's not really for the little leagues, this one. Let's go. Scene four. Any questions? um, Well, no, but I mean, he's he's disgusting. And interesting that the Niceberg experiment's been happening in the hotel, Mm, on the boat, the whole time. Yeah. Also, that Gertie has been in charge of them. Yeah, well, no, well, but I imagine, I imagine if Philip St. Hutchinson is the Hitler, this guy's the kind of the head of propaganda. What's his name? Yeah, Goebbels. he's the Goebbels. He's the kind of the the. the it's also you he's know, very much hands on. No, no, but actually, on, no. The doctor <laughs> wasn't Doctor Mendeleev. Was it? There was Doctor. Nazi doctor. This guy's got a really kind of nasty Nazi doctor. Nasty Nazi doctor. The thing is, I was thinking, yeah, it's problematic having our enemy. Well potentially our enemy as probably our enemy <laughs> as super super nice because they have to phrase everything so nicely yeah so i thought if i was like oh nice is ambiguous that sort of gets, <laughs> it's kind of all gets of rid it. of it yeah easy um also if you think philip if he's number one he doesn't want to get his hands dirty whereas we did maybe think that gertie was a rival to him but actually now i think He's just his number two, mm. doing all the nasty stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for now. Nasty but nice. For now. Scene four's a quickie. Cool. <laughs> I guess I'm not in this one either. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I just do directions? Could you give me a tea? <laughs> <laughs> mystery, murder, mystery. Klukas and sometimes Stefan are pacing the lower decks of Hotel Levida. How is your leg scratch, Stefan? It's okay, but my leg's a bit stiff. Need to sit down? I'm fine. But I must admit I kind of want this whole thing to be over. What I wouldn't give to be curled up in front of the fire with the muck and scum with a pint of cold chocolate and my Game Boy. You and me both, amigo. I can just picture myself under the Urgian sky. Wait, Urgia? Dwight? What do you mean? Dwight, the magic orange apron. Oh, yeah. Perhaps he can help us to figure out who to trust. He chose me after all. I hope so. 
It's not immediately clear what he can actually do, despite being an elaborate form of Netflix. Do you think he's got the new Stranger Things? I hope so. We need ideas for our next series. Vamos! Ah, little dig. Yeah, very good. Little dig. Still haven't seen Stranger Things. Because we've we've stolen so much from Stranger Things. No, we did. That that For a minute, I I thought that beast there. I thought we were verging very close here. I thought that was Demi Morgan. (laughs) (laughs) No spoilers, please. Yeah, no spoilers. Oh, yeah, Rebecca. What do you think of that, by the way? Yeah, that Rebecca. was nice, actually, yeah. That was nice. So, Rebecca's not dead. I well, also- that's actually, yeah, that's something that we didn't talk about, was the fact that we've gone back a stage to there being no murders. Yeah, no mm. murders. It's the no- yeah, there's no murders in this whole Potentially scene. a future murder in the sauna, though. If, yeah, if well... Not- <laughs> 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 also, I, mean, I don't you know, know what's going to happen to no, him in here. There's been a murder. Little Timmy's kitten. Oh yeah, little Timmy yeah. kitten. Oh, yeah, yeah. That wasn't really a murder. It was, was it not? What was it then? <laughs> it was savage. It wasn't suicide. Rebecca killed him. Yeah. I also thought that Harry cloak and daggers though. It was I thought more... Garth doesn't want to be saved because he he just loves Harry. He's broken hearted. I think he wants to stay in there. I think he wants to die. I think yeah. I mean, for me, that's pretty un- unambiguous. Same. But Charlie's writing next, so we'll see. Cool, cool. Scene five? Yeah. It's a long one. It's the last one. Ooh. Any more characters? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Scene five. Mystery murder mystery. Billy makes his way along the top deck of the ship towards the front, which in the nautical world we call the bow. <laughs> no sign of Harry Bo Jenkins, but he does see a figure climbing up over the front of the ship. He cannot make out who it is, but things look dangerous. He rushes towards the figure and sees a pair of divine horse legs become visible. Adela! He catches her by surprise. Billy, get away from here. Do it again. Billy. <laughs> get away from Don't here. <laughs> come in. Billy. Billy, get away from here. Don't do it, Adela. Don't come any closer. I'm not letting you do this. You've got so much to live for. Take my hand. What do I have to live for? I'm a monster. An experiment that I never wished for in the first place. Adela, I can help you. Just come down from the front of the boat. It's called the bow, Billy. Don't jump, Adela. I'm telling you. Water that cold. It hits you like a thousand knives all over your body. You can't breathe. You can't think. Least not about anything but the pain. Take my hand. I'll be doing the world a favour. Ridding it of a monster. I don't think you're a monster. In fact... In fact, I think you're the most beautiful person I've ever seen. Don't mock me. What did he do to you? What did he do to you, Adela? What's really going on with Philip St. Hutchinson? How should I know? He doesn't tell me anything. Besides, I have no interest in him. Why should I? He sure as fuck doesn't care about me anymore. He made me like this, then tossed me to the side like a child with a toy. Come to me, Adela, please. I'll never toss you away. He slowly moves towards the bow, taking off his shoes. What is there to live for? Live for me, Adela. Live for us. Slowly he climbs over the railing, holding a hand out towards her. I'll never let you down, Adela. I'll never let you go. She looks back at him, her eyes full of tears. He reaches out and grabs her waist. She leans back against him and holds his hands. The boat steams ahead. Suddenly a voice cuts through from behind them. It's rough and Irish. Harry Bow Jenkins stares at them in his negligee. Get away from my wife. Harry, it cannot be. Adela. Adela rushes off the bow and towards Harry, flinging herself into his arms. Oh, for fuck's sake. I thought you were dead. Where have you been? It's a long story. 
and I'll tell you about... Suddenly, a voice cuts through from behind them. It's measured and nice to the point of creepy. Get away from my wife, Mr. Bojangles. Very nice. <laughs> Philip St. Hutchinson stands there smiling. Hot on his heels come the Niceberg Theory followers. It's Bo Jenkins, Philip. That's Mr. Nice to you. I must say it's very nice to see you after all these years. I wish I could say the same, but I can't because it's not true. I see you're still more good looks than brains. Although the former really has suffered living down in that weird cum dungeon. Claire Vida suddenly rushes into the scene. Harry Bo Jenkins. It cannot be. It's me, Claire. And this man, Philip St. Hutchinson, is a murderer. He killed his wife, Rebecca, and I'm sad to say he just killed your own father. My father? But he's been dead for ten years. Yeah, long story. Uh, he's dead again. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Jenkins. Miss Vida, this man is a psychopath. He has my wife hostage. Kindly remove him from your hotel or my followers will be forced to do it for you. Suddenly, Clucas and Stefan appear. Clucas clutching Dwight, the orange apron. Hold it right there. Clucas, the apron. Give it to me. But, Senor Harry, I thought you said Dwight had chosen me. Give it here, now. Harry grabs the apron out of Clucas's hands. Dwight, reveal all. Prove to all these people that Philip St. Hutchison is a murderer and an evil bastard who experiments on people. Dwight lies motionless on the floor before rising up into the air. It floats around in the wind for a bit. Dwight, what are you doing for fuck's sake? Do as I say. Dwight suddenly flies up into the sky and out to sea to about 200 metres in front of the ship hotel. Dwight? Dwight, what is he doing? There is something wrong with him. Everyone's eyes stay fixed on Dwight. Suddenly he begins transforming. He changes shape, colour and size until eventually it is clear he's no longer an orange apron, but a huge, frozen... Iceberg! Right ahead! Iceberg! Iceberg! It's an iceberg! Okay, how many people need to say iceberg before we establish that it is a fucking iceberg? Someone grab the wheel! The ship is steaming towards the iceberg. Claire Vida rushes towards the wheel and grabs it, spinning it with all her might to try and avoid it. But it's not enough. The ship smashes into it with a huge crack and everyone's knocked off their feet. Water starts coming in. The bow is completely smashed. End, <laughs> of, end of episode really? <laughs> I've never noticed anything the bow mentioned so much. <laughs> oh my god. Jeez Louise. So why is Dwight oh, down there? You really fucked things up there for me, didn't you? Dwight, why are you looking at him for? <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm just saying, how am I going to salvage that? Dwight, a Dwightberg? A Dwight, fuck. It? A Dwightberg. Fuck. Dwightberg, what am I thinking? So Dwight, Dwight is, he's just shape-shifted. Into an iceberg. But that, uh, that wasn't... So his powers plan. are his boundless. Powers, yeah, that completely. <laughs> well, I don't know. He's <laughs> But ridiculous, because Clucas is on the bloody boat and he's going to kill his owner. Well, that's the thing. That is the thing. But also, notice that Dwight... Harry tried to use him. Mm. And Dwight said he's, something's wrong with him. Yeah. So I think he's been someone with someone bad trying to. I don't know. I what mean, it is. is Dwight going to be okay? Perhaps a bit bruised. <laughs> <laughs> a few tears, sure. But yeah, I thought. Well, the thing I really wanted an iceberg. I really wanted them oh, to yeah, be an yeah. iceberg. But is it? Yes. But I felt it's I, it's tenuous. <laughs> I'll be the but first it's to not, admit It's not that. an iceberg. It's a, that's a pure just just an iceberg. It's a Dwightberg. It's a Dwightberg. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is it orange? You reckon the iceberg, or is it very much an iceberg? If you read back, it says changes color, size, and shape. Right. 
I mean, that could be to another shade of orange. In my mind, it's probably <laughs> snow white, sort of. Snow white. <laughs> it becomes snow white. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, well, oh, well... That's the thing. Do you think... Is that pen- penultimate? I think it's got to be a penultimate. I think so. Yeah? Okay, fine. I'll finish it off next week. There's a lot to think about. There's a lot to think about, actually, yeah. Kim and Betty are hostage. Yeah, big time. Betty's already... Yeah, Kim's had not... ...had experiments undergone to make her into a cat. Yeah. Any love for the pussy gag? <laughs> I don't expect anything different from you, to be honest. You're always or dirty. Or dirty always... is filth. Yeah, dirty, 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 dirty. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't expect it. But it's yeah. I mean, there's 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 so many ways I could take it. But I mean, they could all just die. They, 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 mm. You want you wanted murders? <laughs> yeah. I give you murders. Dwight's the murder. Yeah, yeah they're all. It's, but it's it's less murder, more just like warfare. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. That's what there's I was thinking. So, yeah. There's so many parties. So if you think about it, you've got you've got Gertie against um, everyone. You've got the three guys against um, the, the, like kind of um, Billy and Kim, Lucas and Stefan. Yeah, against, I, I see against them the as like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But but yeah. then also but then also you got Harry who's probably gone a bit rogue. Probably got, he's <laughs> just murdered God. <laughs> but then then also you have got. Billy and Harry now because he's a bit pissed off. Yeah. He's taken. Oh fuck! Because everyone loves Adela. Everyone loves Adela. and then Dwight. Everyone, Dwight. No, everyone, everyone's lost all, all, yeah. all amounts of respect they had for him also. in the first place because he's just become <laughs> <laughs> the biggest plot spoiler ever. He's become. <laughs> well, also, no one's talked about Ulrich, the uh, the Game the Boy. Game Boy. Oh god, yeah. Oh, shit. Did you notice Lone that Ranger. technically, technically, I didn't introduce a new character with lines. We had Rebecca. Rebecca, don't forget about Rebecca. Oh, God. Maybe this isn't penultimate. Mm. See how you get on. Yeah. I think you need a big thing. I think so, don't too. Don't you? <laughs> you got some work to do. Mm. Do I get two new characters to add to it? Because... You can have mine, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can have the one I didn't use. It's like a rollover. Also, I did have half man, half go, but again, no lines. Yeah. Also, I killed, no, off, I, also oh, I killed yeah. off two, so I'm tidying <laughs> And potentially everyone <laughs> with Dwight at the end. So I'm tidying up. It's just going to end up with Dwight just flying off, just sinking, just a little. And, just, and then what I, what I can do is I can have him sinking along, and they find an apron and someone puts on next next series. Yeah, like it's like the the opposite of throwing the necklace into the sea yeah. at the end of the yes. Titanic. Mm. Someone fishes Dwight out. And he becomes another iceberg. I do have this idea of like all the good guys cutting the ship loose and just leaving them to float around with no crew forever, just fighting in the boat, and we never knew what happened. Mm. Mm. But that would have been a shit ending. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're going to have to set come yourself up for that now. Oh, God. All right, then. Well, um, see you next week. Thanks for that, Christy. I really that enjoyed great. that. Great episode. Great episode. Full of drama. Thanks for having me. Passion. Death. And well acted. Well acted. Thank you. Thanks. For once in my life. Bit of praise. Yeah. Feels good. Feels good, doesn't it? Now kiss me, boys. Mystery, murder, mystery. Mystery, murder, mystery.